0: Welcome back to another edition of the EDBC Podcast. I'm fighting here, Brian. Still got a battle and a little cough, but the day after Christmas, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. gamer. Stepped up, wanted to do this podcast today. Lot to talk about. How are you? How was your Christmas?
1: Fantastic. Uh, and yeah, it was really good. It was subdued. And we'll get to that in a little while. Why? But uh, mm. a lot of people had subdued holidays this year. But yeah, man, you're you're a gamer. It's actually Boxing Day, and you're like you're in the ring, man. You're swinging. You're you're not you know you're not, not taking you're not taking a standing eight count. You're in there. So thanks for that because probably right, it's a probably a
0: lot, lot, lot going on. When you mean Boxing Day, you're talking about the thirty for thirty on Tyson and Buster Douglas. I was just watching. Oh, I I have I don't think I've seen that one. So good. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh,
1: there's another little doc coming on HBO this week that I know you and I are going to check. I both have to watch. And then Maybe we'll, we'll talk about it next week. So, what's that? Uh, the uh, Super Dave Os- Osborne Bob Einstein uh
0: documentary. On I it. did not hear about this. This is oh, yeah, smooth. you should watch the trailer. Oh, all right, see you later. It's phenomenal. T- take care. Good talking to you. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch it now.
1: It's not on um, till it doesn't premiere till tomorrow on uh, your HBO channels.
0: All right, beautiful. I'll check that out. All right, listen, uh, NFL today, lots of uh, action, the locals. Uh, I want to start with the Patriots, Brian. Sure. I, two weeks in a row I've picked against the Patriots because at 9-4, and four, they had the Patriots as the one seed and going to the Super Bowl, winning two home games. Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. I've seen this movie before. I'm not a Patriots fan, but right. I did like what they were doing. I loved the win against Buffalo two weeks ago. I thought it was a really great win. It
1: was started, brilliant. But the
0: last two weeks, I just – I was afraid the team was reading their press clippings. I mean, it's an old saying. Um, there's right. not even press clippings anymore, obviously. But I love the Colts last week. I love the Bills today. I picked against the Patriots both days in a row. But the thing that really pissed me off, excuse my French, is to listen to not only Scott Zolak, who's a jackass, but Patriot fans calling, are complaining about the officiating today. The idea that Patriot fans are going to sit there and complain about calls I had one friend of mine say, I said to her, did you ever hear of the tuck rule? I said, the next oh. hundred calls that goes against the, against the Patriots may then make things even for the last 20 years. And she was like, well, that happened 20 years ago. That That's not Mac Jones's fault, blah, blah, blah. That's but not Mac Jones' fault. The, the, the idea that there's a vendetta against the Patriots now, I'm, come on. I, I, it was so aggravating. Scott Zolak said, oh, before the game, I said, who are these officials calling this huge game? I knew it would be a problem. Come on. I mean, you know the call they're talking about. I mean, you can recap it.
1: I I don't really care. I I know the ones they're talking about. I don't care because how many times have we sat here and said, rightfully so, that how many times have the teams gone into Foxborough and have to beat the Patriots and beat the officials? So shut up. So I hate, I despise that. I don't mind saying it. I despise that fan base. Again, part of it's because a kid growing up in southern, well, in (laughs) southeastern New Hampshire, you know, an hour outside of Boston and in the 80s growing up. The Patriots, nobody cared about the Patriots. All my friends were Giants fans or Bears fans. You know what I mean? Or like D bag, Eagles, you know, fair weather cowboy fans like myself. We didn't even have the, the, I I know I've said this, the Pats games weren't even on TV in Boston because it never sold out. Now, now everyone's diehard Pats fan.
0: Like, be quiet. There are more Dolphin fans. There are more Dolphin fans. Oh, Dolphins were
1: huge. Nobody was Marino. I went to a Giants, excuse me, a Patriots game in like 1990, and it was 70% Giants fans at the old Foxborough Stadium. Yeah. So shut up. Your team's playing better than you thought it would, than we thought it would. You look like you have a good quarterback. He struggled the last few weeks, although quite frankly, I think the last two weeks has been more about the Colts and the Bills, especially the Bills today. Josh Allen was friggin' incredible today. He, he was. was awesome. Yeah. I mean, how good was he? I watched a lot of that game like – He's making throws like he's making like oh he he made a ton of those oh I can't believe you th- oh great idea throw the underhand those, flip the Patrick oh Mahomes yeah. so yeah. yeah I mean you're still nine and four I mean you're still within the playoff hunt shut up yeah it was uh, infuriating I even, Scott Zolak is like a complete jackass and you're not the you know well I'm not getting into it but you, you, that is we are not uh, alone in that opinion so he makes he makes guy.
0: he makes Phil Rizzuto and Harry Carey look unbiased in their coverage of their teams. Just a bozo. So, but yeah, so the,
1: you know, but you know, still like I'm saying, the Patriots are still in good shape for the playoffs. Yeah. They're nine and um, six. The division is still in play. You got two weeks left. If you went out and Buffalo slips up, you could still get the division and, you know, get a home playoff game, be quiet. And you, you got to be excited that you have a good young quarterback that you got at 15. Go watch Trevor Lawrence play, dude. You know, yeah. they, how, Jack you, Wilson. how does he look compared to uh, the number one pick? You, you're so spoiled yeah, the Packer fans think Patriots fans are spoiled. with
0: Patriots play. Patriots host the Jaguars next week and then they go. they end the season in Miami, which is never easy for them. So we'll see. no
1: but, traditionally, as they say, not, but it just easy. it
0: bothered me so much. And again, like uh, you know my son's a Patriot fan. I have friends that are Patriot fans, but like you said, I went to a Patriots Raiders game in like nineteen ninety whatever it was in one of the last years of the old stadium. it was eighty five percent Raider fans. Of Easel. course, always Easel. was so stop, always was. Stop complaining. Uh, the Chiefs are on today against the Steelers. That was a game where you were looking at the point spread if you're into that kind of thing going in. Can the Steelers plus 10, is that a good play? I didn't go with that, but it's 36-9 last check. Turns out it wasn't, yeah. No. Chiefs are winning. Uh, the Bears are beating the Seahawks late, which is a
1: Bears play. have just, and that game has just gone final.
0: Oh, awful. And you know the other thing I'll complain about a little bit is just because they've screwed me two weeks in a, go, a row, I, I'm not putting Green Bay in the Super Bowl, by the way. That defense late in games, they, they're too easy to score upon. Yeah, I, know, I mean, they're winning the games, but they're not covering the number. That which is
1: well. He, yeah. Here's the problem with not putting them in the Super Bowl, and I, I did put them in the Super Bowl, and I'll stand. I'll stand by that. The
0: deck. alternative?
1: No, no. Nothing to do. The alternatives that right now, Eric, they're still twelve and three. Yeah. Uh, the, a game in front of Tampa, a game in front of LA, and a game and a, a game and a half in front of Dallas going the tonight. The Dallas plays uh, the Washington football team this evening. Um. And as long as they don't screw up, they're going to be the number one seed. And I understand what you're saying about the defense. And we saw them blow it last year. And we've seen Aaron Rodgers it home to playoff games before. But having said that, if you have to go to Green Bay in a playoff game in January, it's tough. I know it's not as tough as it used to be, like, in the 80s and the early 90s. If They're not invincible anymore. We saw that with Eli Manning. We saw that with – hell, we saw it with Tom Brady last year. I get it, but I still – I, I would. I mean, if they get the number one seed, they're the favorites. I guess that sounds kind of. They dumb. I just don't the trust ones, them. I guess the number one seed should be the favorite, but I understand what
0: you're saying. You don't quite trust them. I mean, Baker Mayfield threw four interceptions yesterday. Four interceptions. So that's four more possessions for the Packer offense, and they win twenty-four uh, twenty-two. Yeah, know, I, I, I get you. Uh, any other uh, uh, the any other games on the board? I mean, the Raiders beat the Broncos. That was another game I thought the Broncos. The snoozer.
1: Winning. Um, I thought
0: the Chargers. So if we. Calm down yeah. a little bit on that quarterback, for granted.
1: I don't know what to do about the quarterbacks. With Justin Herbert was just awful today. Somehow that game was up a lot on red zone. He was I mean, terrible.
0: Twenty seven to thirty five for three thirty six with a touchdown and two interceptions. So I mean, you know he has games. Yeah,
1: but... he, he has games, Eric, and I know one of the big games he has recently w- w- was against the Giants. And we're gonna we're we're gonna get to the New York Football Giants. Yep. At least I am in a couple minutes because. Yep. There's a lot to unpack there for this crummy four-win team. Uh, but, but, yeah, Herbert has games where I think he looks awesome. And, you know, he looks like he's right in that top. He could be a top three quarterback, you know, behind Mahomes and I guess still Brady. But today was awful. And I know they had a bunch of guys out with COVID, but your quarterback is supposed to. And that's sort of what I go somewhere with my, my guy, Dak. And I love Dak. But at some point when everything isn't working, your quarterback if he's gonna be your guy. I don't want to hear about this guy's out. I don't want to hear about Eckler being out. I don't want to hear about COVID. You're a quarterback, you want to be a playoff team, you want to be a playoff quarterback. Elevate your game, win the damn game. Okay, it's like Houston.
0: Like Joe Burrow did today. How about that? Joe,
1: how great was Joe Burrow today? And I didn't get to see a lot of this game. I saw the numbers, which were insane. I wish I had seen more of it because i you know, I, I I I I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I don't am not a Cincinnati fan by any stretch, but I I love Burrow. I love I love, I just love watching the guy play. I think he's got, this is so lame to say, it's cliched, like the whole it factor thing. Yep. Um, he's uh, had a hell of a game, 500 yards, over 500 yards.
0: 37 to 46, 525 yards, passing four touchdowns, 41, 21. They were down early, early in that game. And then just broke right. off against a Baltimore team that was playing their third string quarterback. And They're also ravaged by banged COVID, up. But, yeah. yeah. Banged up. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Jets win. They beat the Jaguars 26-21. Who cares? 103-yard kickoff return for Braxton Berrios. But we'll talk about the New York football Giants. They lose today 34-10 against the Philadelphia Eagles in another game where the Giants have to go with their third quarterback. I don't know where you want to start with this, Brian, but the the idea that this, this franchise continues to go backwards. Where Where is rock bottom?
1: I, I don't know, but they haven't hit it yet, and I'll tell you why. Because – you're right this game man we if you were if you live in where we live or at least where i live and you live in a different part of the state like god bless you red zone channel you're my christmas present every day of the football season because otherwise i would get the giants and win the giants every friggin week And this game i tried to watch a little while i had some rooting interest because i wouldn't see the giants win and knock the eagles off but it was hard to watch I mean, I've never seen an offense like this. And they wanted to try take a look at Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, he's not an NFL quarterback. He's awful. Yep. And they were and they they weren't even trying to like look at him. They were being so conservative. But the real deal is we know they suck and we know they're going to be, you know, a bottom three team. But what I mean, what drives me crazy if I was the Giants fan, and thank goodness I'm not a bad enough. You know, I got enough with uh, with being with the Mets fans, with being a Mets fan. Is it leaked this morning? I believe Adam Schefter had it. You know, Adam Schefter is a good, you know, he carries the water, so he gets the good leaks. That the Giants plan to bring back head coach Joe Judge and quarterback Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones. Jones is hurt. He's going to miss the rest of the last two games of the year. They're going to bring them back next year. Even though last week we learned, or it's been pretty well leaked over the last couple weeks, that the general manager, Dave Gettleman, is either going to be fired or retired. I think he's 70 or early 70s. He's going to retire. Gettleman's done a terrible job from the draft to the free agency, all that. How the hell do you expect to go out and sell this job to a GM when you say already, oh, by the way, the the coach who has had had a, a losing record the first two seasons, we're keeping him, so you have no say in that. Oh, and the quarterback that has been mediocre at best, that has a losing record, but you know, a long losing record for th- as a three-year starter, we're bringing him back again. But please come in and, and please come in and fix our organization. What, how do you sell that? How do you sell that to a general manager? And how do you sell it to your fans that you've already made this decision with three weeks left to go in the season?
0: What well, are you doing? I'll tell you how, Brian. This is breaking news. Just came out a few seconds ago be the first to hear it here on the podcast. Are you ready? Yes. The New York football giants Mm -hmm. on their last game of the season, two games left. They play the Bears next week and then they play the Washington football team at home at one o'clock on January 9th. Ownership has come out today. They are now going to give two free medium Pepsi's to Giant fans. Two. Oh
1: all right. Then never mind. Edit out my rant from a minute. Thank you. We're good. (laughs) I mean if I seriously talk about that's a great, you know. Yeah. You're making a joke, but it's true. I mean, you talk about not reading the room. And I had you on this. the
0: hook. I had you on the hook there for a second too. You thought, oh, you had me, me on the hook. The talk bar. about not reading the room, and
1: you're still doing this thing. Like we had to hear it growing up, especially Mike and Mad Dog about the Giants and the giant way, and the Giants are one of the premier franchises of the league. And Mister Mara, Mister Mara, this and Mister Mara, shut up. Yeah, it's, it's not a joke. I mean, and I, I get it because growing up in the 80s and the 90s, we missed the 70s, so it was like hard to believe that the giants would ever fall to be like this incompetent. They're the jets. They're worse than the jets.
0: At least, I'll tell the, jets you what a,
1: at least the jets have a quarterback and maybe a coach, maybe have a, maybe have a quarterback, maybe have a coach.
0: The giants wait, let's lose, I think that report by Schefter, I think that's very premature. I think if the giants lose these next two games, like they lost today, I mm-hmm. don't think Joe, Joe judges. I don't see it. And he shouldn't. And, and you know
1: what? The, I, it should be premature. I mean, and by the way, why do you? You know, how about buttoning up your organization? I said the Mets a minute ago. This is like Will Wilpon Mets stuff, where they're, you know,
0: they they're, they're leaking like
1: a sieve. How about like you know, all these little leaks? Two weeks ago, it was Gettleman's retiring or quitting. Today, another like how about buttoning up stuff in your organization?
0: Another nice game for Saquon Barkley today, by the way. <laughs> oh my God, Hot. Uh, now, why does he automatically get to come back? Jesus, I don't. Oh, he can't come back. I mean, you're going to give well, him a what, what is his standing? What is his contract? Well, he go
1: next year is his fourth year. Well, I this year, next year is he is if this is he, can, he was a
0: year, year before Jones, right?
1: Yeah. So anywhere, I mean, well, after the fourth year, they have you're an gonna option. Go give,
0: you're going to go give him a big contract. You're going to
1: pick up a fifth. You're going to pick up a fifth year option after his fourth year. You can't do that. I agree. Oh, you got to cut bait. You got to cut bait. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean,
0: And who's saying? And the Giants are going to lose probably the Bears next weekend. They'll be underdogs in in Chicago. Chicago, you mentioned, just came back and beat the uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks on the road. That's a great win for the Bears. Yeah, Nick
1: Bowles. How about Nick Bowles on the road? Yep. So, Uh, yeah, but you know, I don't know. We'll have time to dissect the Giants in the offseason when we're, you know, some of those uh, kind of lame, uh, you know, there'll be COVID, you know, there'll be no NBA or college basketball because of COVID and all this. So we'll have time to break down the Giants. I don't want to spend much more time on them. I just thought, like,
0: you no, know, the game you I got real. The game I got really wrong today was I took the Panthers in the ten points against the Buccaneers. Oops, oops. Now were oh. you just
1: thinking Carolina showing a little feistiness, or you thought the Patriots after last week's
0: uh, Buccaneers? Offense, you said Buc- you said Patriots.
1: Um, geez, I'm jeez, I do it guys. every
0: time. Everyone does it. Everyone so the, yeah, the Bucs
1: it. looked awful last week. Got a out at home, which was amazing, but that's this yeah week this year. Well, you uh, yeah, I uh, I went the other way. I figured the, the pads. Pats. i did it again. That the Bucks would get their house in order. I, I thought they,
0: like it would be like a twenty-two to thirteen type of game. That's why I said you know let me be the little little backdoor cover action, but it didn't happen.
1: Eric, uh, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to call you foolish. Yeah, but one of my and again one of my you know if you do gamble and that's up to you. i say if you do if you were to gamble, one of my rules is when a team is rotating quarterback rotating Cam Newton and Sam Darnold throughout the game at quarterback, I stay away from that team. Yeah, As the Panthers.
0: You're, you're right. You're 100% right. 110% right. Hey, the Thank other you. thing, you don't have it on our list here. How dare you? And listen, you have a track record of ignoring your family for football? Yeah, right. Sure. What'd you do yesterday at two o'clock? At two o'clock yesterday. Oh, there's a, a bad job by you. The I did not job. watch. I did not first. I
1: did not watch any sporting event till around four o'clock
0: yesterday. So did you DV- watched- did you DVR anything at two
1: o'clock Oh, I have I have DVRed. I have not watched it.
0: I'm referring to the, not watch Mad- it the the Madden yeah.
1: documentary. Right, but I knew I wasn't gonna watch that in real time um because we were gonna eat around that time. So yeah, I have not uh, I have not watched that. That's so, on for this. That's on for
0: this week. I assume you now that t- now let me ask you, did you watch it? I did not live. I watched it last night about eight o'clock on on the uh dvr so fast forwarding through all the commercials but it was a a deep dive on john madden <laughs> if you're a guy our age or a g- girl our age who knows john madden i don't think they spent enough time on his coaching background yeah um, but i really it, my wife and i watched it together we really enjoyed it it was just very well done and when you, you know how it is when you go down memory lane and like yeah. troy aikman said he was the soundtrack of my career well he was kind of the soundtrack of my childhood like phil rizzuto like for you bob murphy yeah He's just one of those guys who crosses all barriers. Everyone loves him. No one says a bad thing about him. But 85 years old, first sit-down interview in 12 years, I think.
1: 100%. If you were like we talked a little while ago saying growing up in the 80s, 100%. NFL football in the 80s was uh, a big game, usually an NFC East game, but a, a big NFC game on CBS Sunday four, Sunday 425, Madden Summerall. It was just there is there was none better. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking so forward watch to watching it. And then uh, we'll, uh, but once I watch it, we'll discuss it. Was it more, give me a little tease, was it more like his announcer or like as an announcer? or am like, his just his whole persona. And like now the, he's known as much for the video game for a, so, a certain generation as he is for being on television
0: or is it just sort of all that stuff? Tom Rinaldi, the the former ESPN, now Fox reporter, yep. it was his show, it was his idea. I think Mm -hmm. he actually, he was a co-director, not producer, director. So he helped put this together and he, he talked about it. It is, they, they go coaching, broadcasting, uh, the video game. So you do get a little bit of everything. Uh, one little nugget I'll give you. They, Rinaldi said they asked 38 people to be interviewed for the documentary, 38 people all 38 said yes.
1: That's incredible.
0: And that's that's never happened. And if you're in this business like Brian and I have been for a long time, you have a wish list of people you want to talk to, whether it's schedules. Whether now with COVID,
1: you they don't talk anymore.
0: Yeah, they don't want to talk, and right, they start the show off with Lawrence Taylor, the great hot open with Lawrence Taylor. So that's
1: incredible, and they love- and it
0: sort of ends with him as well. So it's great. Well, I'm
1: I'm glad Lawrence was available to talk. I'll just leave it there. Yes, um, yes.
0: Oh, that had that ha- that
1: probably happened before. Um, yeah. yeah, that's incredible. I I'm interested because. As someone who does like love the history of the sport, I was, I'm hoping you know, don't spoil. To me, I'd love to hear from some of the some of those old writers Um the guys are still around. But and the contemporary people you mentioned, Aikman, you mentioned LT, um, Nate Newton featured a, in this. Oh yeah, well, that's one of his favorites. Madden had his favorites, you know. So
0: the traduction There's a segment about the traduction So I'm
1: I'm sure Madden's un, uh, unofficial adopted son Brett Favre had a say he did. Uh, yeah, he very I'm looking forward, Look, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, I will watch gonna... it this week and we will re, we will recycle back and because yes. everyone's hanging on my word on my opinion and my review
0: of this. Yes. All right. When we come back, we're going to take a quick time. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about COVID. COVID has now hit the UConn women's basketball team, not them personally, but indirectly we'll talk to you about that and just how COVID is kind of, um, spraying its ugly head again. Right. And it's going to affect our sports world for the next how long, oh man, you it's know, affecting all of us. It sucked.
1: And, uh, all right but let's get on let's get on some good some uh something positive to talk about a good night's sleep that means Do we're talk about allswell also believes in the power of a good night's sleep they've designed a mattress to make good sleep accessible to all it's the allswell mattress and it features hybrid mattress technology combining the best of both worlds memory foam and individually individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support their goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury the result you also have a queen mattress it starts as low as 345 bucks. You want to save some more money? Go to our website, the edbcpodcast.busbrow.com, remember edbcpodcast.busbrow.com. Go on our website, click any one of our episodes, check out the link for home.com If you click on that link and start shopping, you're going to save 15% off your first order. 15% off your first order. So, we you think about that plus all well all is already low prices, how can you not do it? So remember, this holiday season, we a little time left in the holiday season, this holiday season, sleep well and save well with all as well.
0: All right, so as I mentioned, COVID is, uh, you know, affecting all of our lives, whether it's holiday parties, Christmas gatherings. Yep. Um, whether you're vaccinated, boosted, who knows? It doesn't seem to, to matter who it goes after, but uh, it's affecting sports. The UConn women's basketball game against Marquette on Wednesday has been uh, canceled because Marquette has an issue. There's been rumors flying on the internet today that the UConn men's basketball team is having some COVID issues that has not been confirmed. Again, it's the wild internet, but you've seen, you know, but the Jets have 19 players that weren't available today, I think in their game, the head coach yeah. wasn't available. So, but you know, these leagues are going to pr- plow through. I don't know. It's, you know, it's affected youth sports. My son played a game last week without seven kids on his team. My daughter played ah. a game today without two. So, uh, I just I, for me personally, selfishly, I worry about it because it's my livelihood, and you know I want to keep covering sports, Brian. But man, we're going through a tough time that doesn't seem to get any better.
1: Yeah, it's getting. I mean, we know with this new variant, it's really transmissible. It's we're back to square one. The good news is, you know, there are ways to fight with the vax. Get your vax. Get your booster, please. I've done both. My kids have gotten vaxxed. Uh, if you don't want, if you don't like hearing that, then I'm probably not the podcaster for you. Uh, but yeah, beyond that. Um, it seems like the major teams – we've seen the NHL shut down. They not paused. the
0: Olympics, which is a there, smart which, that,
1: It's a smart move and bummed out by it, but no I get it. No one should be going,
0: by the way. No, no one should.
1: there shouldn't be any Olympics right now, but the NH- NHL paused. The NBA has sort, of, has sort of gone the other way where they're just basically – I know this – for those who are not in the NBA know, I'm going to simplify it. They're allowing teams that have big COVID issues and gaping uh, huge gaps in the roster because of COVID issues – like go out and sign guys an example was the boston celtics just signed joe johnson to their roster joe johnson was drafted by the celtics 20 years ago he's 40 years old yeah it's almost comical but it's money eric and a lot of these guys if you listen to the doctors in that are associated with these leagues a lot of these players are asymptomatic so they're going to say hey if they don't feel sick and they aren't showing sickness we're going to play that might be the next step where the the asymptomatic guys either don't get tested or get to play anyway. I don't know how it's going to work. You know, every, even Sunday morning, Eric, before kickoff, the NFL uh, games kicked off today, you know, late in the morning, you find out, Oh, this guy's actually not going to play. He's on the COVID list. You know, I, I think they test in the mornings or they test on game days. He's out. This guy's out. And to think it's all magically going to go away in the playoffs is insane. Um, You know, we saw the Browns last week have to play a third string quarterback because they're a team trying to make the playoffs because their first two quarterbacks were down. Turns out maybe they should have stuck with the third string quarterback, but that's neither here nor there. So I don't know. And you're more tuned to the local stuff. I don't know what's going to happen. We've been talking about this for two years. We don't know what's going to happen, but we're in flux and it's not a good flux.
0: Yeah, man, it's like I said, it's it's tough. I mean, listen, the the local youth and collegiate experience is gonna be different than the NFL because we're talking about money, NBA, NHL. I mean, look, right. college college sports are a lot of money too. The CIAC, the governing body of high school sports, they were gonna allow uh kids not to wear masks while they play in competition over the holiday break. But on December 23rd, they reversed the course. And said, you know what, let's keep masks on. But no, I gotta be honest with you, I've I've covered probably since December 16th, when winter sports uh, kicked off and mm-hmm. probably covered 20 basketball and or hockey games. And most of the time the kids are wearing the, the masks around their chins, as chin straps.
1: Just, it's hard. It's hard, man. It can't it be is. easy.
0: It is. And I, it's, like I said, it, and and that's a, you know, people will tell you that's a, a group that not is tremendously affected by this virus, but it's still, it's uh, the idea that, it, that they're going to keep wearing masks. I know some people are upset about it, but let's want to keep playing sports. Got to do what you got to do. You know, the least right you do year is year. wear a mask. I mean, I mean uh, my daughter, my daughter has a hockey tournament on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week. And we'll probably find out tomorrow whether it's going to happen or not. And right now right. we have two kids on our team that are positive and I'm sure other teams are going through right now. So what do you do? Well, are the okay first dangerous? thing you
1: want to do is make sure the kids are okay. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure, you know, everyone is as healthy as they can be given the circumstances um yeah i mean i'm sitting here trying to go, what am i what are you supposed to say to this you know it's just we got roll role no as it gets better no one has an answer we got a lot of opinions but no answers so i would say just we got to keep doing what we're doing um and we you know uh about the word i'm really tied into college football right now or um, but bowl games are already being canceled. You know that's a big deal when bowl games get canceled because that's a lot of money to the schools. Even if it's the, uh, you know, the yeah. latex, uh Bowl or the uh,
0: Tupperware Bowl or whatever, it's still money to those schools. So yeah, but you know what? For those type of games, I don't think they're missing that. I mean, half the time, whether it's the Fenway Bowl or the Yankee Stadium Bowl, you're playing in a half-empty stadiums. They're just right. going to try and protect the Final Four. That's all they care about. That's you know, that's that's all they care about. There's six bowl games that really probably make any money when it really comes down to it. True. So. Good point. You know, now listen, I wanna I wanna have a little levity here. Did you mm-hmm. going back to the NFL and the Patriots, did you happen to see the clip that's gone viral regarding Bill Belichick in the postgame? I have not I Are heard about kidding? it. I haven't. Uh fill so, me in. Bill Belichick is not exactly uh, you know, uh happy go lucky after a win or a loss per se. As a matter of fact, he apologized to the media last week for being short with that. them after their loss to Indianapolis. I actually ran the soundbite on the news because it was so stunning. But yeah. after the game today, he answers a few questions and then a reporter. I'm not sure where she's from. Mm-hmm. But she's sitting in the front row and she says, Coach, you know, yada yada yada. I'm paraphrasing, putting football aside, I'm doing a feature on New Year's resolutions. Would you care to share with our viewers and our readers about maybe some New Year's resolutions you may have?
1: And was he and he answered in a polite and,
0: and uh I he, can't he, he shook his head. I need for to see second. this clip. Yeah, please watch it. He shook his okay. head and went, "Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no." I can. You find it? I I retweeted it. You? Could I'll find it. it. That's. Okay. I should have been better prepared. The idea uh, that someone would have the, you know, of course, and then you get the 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 responses on the Twitter, like, "Oh, what an idiot! Why would she ask that question? What are you doing? Why didn't anybody warn her?" And then someone's like, "Oh, well, you know, some editor assigned her that story, so she just had the courage to ask the question." But I mean, just. That was crazy. Someone was in the business. I was so I laughed, but then I was annoyed because it's like, what are you doing? You know, what are you wasting everybody's time? Yeah, I mean, I've been in plenty of press (laughs) conferences where when Jim Calhoun went off on the guy who was asking about giving money back, you know, not a dime back. The famous quote, like, just there's a place for everything. Yeah, there's a there's a purpose and a place for every. I mean, Jesus, but it is. If you if you haven't seen it yet, folks, Bill Belichick answering about New Year's resolutions all over social media. I'm trying to understand what the. What, what, how that would even be a good like,
1: um, what story are you thinking? Like, you know, when I this is great, I'm going to find out about these New Year's resolutions, this is phenomenal. What's the thought process there?
0: You know, you get to some, and we've all sat in these meetings, Brian, where you have nothing going on who are people who aren't familiar with sports. We've all sat and like, hey, maybe you should do a story about such and such because I heard such and such. And you just sit there and go, Yeah, okay. And knowing full well you're not gonna pursue anything like that because Eric's in those
1: meetings gritting his teeth and nodding, like okay, yes, sure. Yes. There's
0: nothing oh, worse than a non sports than a non-sports uh management person trying to pitch a sports store to you that they think would be quote cool. It doesn't work, yeah. that it doesn't <laughs> work that way. Doesn't work that way.
1: Very accurate. I I have seen this in person. I've seen I've seen this phenomenon with Eric. So yeah, this is uh yeah. It's always great. They love the sports guys love it. Especially you know, when, about,
0: especially when manager, about it sucks. Yeah. Especially when a manager pitches a story that you've already done. That that oh, is we the, done that? that is the second in line when you know the Hartford Current had this great story about so and so. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I was at yeah, the Yeah, they ripped question. the story off from us. I was at the same press conference where she answered those questions three weeks ago and I ran it at eleven. Thanks for watching. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, frustrations yeah. of the local sports broadcaster. You're uh, hearing about it here, folks. All right. Well, I'll go look at the clip because you know I'm sure yeah,
0: you know it. It is laugh out loud funny. It doesn't matter who you are, even if you don't care about football. Find the clip; you will not be disappointed because it's it's like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. You're so uncomfortable. I was cringing, waiting for the answer. That's how uncomfortable it made me. Ooh, yeah, sounds like fun. That stuff. All right, we got to take a time out, Brian, because we're uh, pushing 35 minutes here, and you have a long birthday list, and there's a couple other things you want to get to as well. Uh, so please. Take it away, would you? Oh, I will
1: take it away. Hey, listen. Well, the holiday shopping season is over, and I think most of us are glad about that. I hope everyone had a nice holiday. But, you know, back to reality, man, and, uh, you know, you got to get some food. After all the holiday goodies are gone, you know, you got to stock up, maybe start eating a little healthier. Maybe when I do that without getting off your couch, it seems like maybe the frame of mind for some people this week. So, want to check out check out Instacart. Instacart lets you shop from home while selecting items from your favorite grocery stores. Yep, instacart.com. It's great. It's awesome. Um, you know, you can like I talked like I said, shop from home at your favorite grocery stores. You're not going to a grocery store some food supplier you never heard of. Instacart shoppers shop from your local store. So you're going to stores you're familiar with, help supporting your local businesses. And you get real-time updates from your personal shoppers. So they let you know if something's available or not available. Plus, here's even, even something better, if, especially if you have some time off during the holidays and maybe you're in some people, you want to some chill time, you can pick a convenient time for your groceries to be delivered. So you pick the time and your personal shopper will make sure that you get the groceries when you when you want, when it's comfortable for you. Here's another great idea. And a great, um, a great promotion. I want to tell you about. It. It's only lasting until the end of the year. So you only till December thirty first. between now and December thirty first, get, get thirty, get thirty dollars off your Instacart order of over fifty dollars or more. Which I guess is redundant. Over fifty dollars or more, thirty dollars off any Instacart order of fifty bucks or more. When you use PayPal, just use the code three zero PayPal thirty PayPal. And you know, that's a great way to save. So, you know, shop up, save a little time. Again, that's between now and December 31st. The promo code, again, I'll say it again, is if you use PayPal, the promo code is 30 PayPal and get 30 bucks off that order of $50 or more. Shop from home and save with Instacart.
0: All right. We uh, spent some time on movies over the last few months that have had birthdays. I know in my house a uh, Christmas tradition is. On Christmas night, with family, gets together on the TV and watch Apocalypse Now. But that's my first right, favorite right, 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 right. My second <laughs> favorite war movie, right up there with it's Platoon. And how old is Platoon this week, Brian? Platoon
1: turns thirty-five. Came out in December,
0: December twenty-third or twenty-four. Came out. that Doesn't matter. Came out this week in nineteen eighty-six. Great movie. And then a movie you and I are on the same page. I've never seen, nor will I ever see. Have no desire to see. JFK.
1: Yeah, both of these movies have something in common. Uh, stone comment about all of our stone films uh yeah i'm with you uh i thought platoon was a really good movie uh, a lot of actors who at the time were unknowns um really good cast of platoon unknowns that then became more household names you know charlie sheen or tom course, or william course, whittaker was in there John, uh if you don't kevin blink, you'll mi- yeah kevin Dillon. don't blink or you'll miss johnny depp uh yeah, yeah. so very cool um but yeah to jfk and i'm Certainly, someone who loves history, and I've written so I've read I've read books on the JFK uh, assassination and JFK himself. I I have no desire to see this movie. I don't care. It's got a tremendous cast. The cast is as long as my arm, but I don't feel like getting into the conspiracy theories that go into this film. I shouldn't say much because I haven't seen it, but I'm never going to see it. But if you do like it, it turns 30. Came out on December of 1991. Seems like it hasn't been that long ago. I guess maybe, but it has been so Exactly. A big week for all for stone milestones. And I believe, no, I, I I'm to strike. I will not say that I might be wrong about that. So, but yeah, these two movies have birthdays this week.
0: All right. And speaking of birthdays, you got five on our list this week. So a couple of musicians and then three really famous baseball players. In this mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll let you get started, Brian. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Jimmy, I don't know what you call this
1: guy. Uh, uh, crooner, Jimmy Buffett, crooner. What call him? whatever the hell you call him. Uh, what is he? Yacht? Is he a yacht rock? I don't know what. Jimmy Buffett, yeah, yeah, a singer, know, kind
0: of like pirate rock and roll, you know. Pirate like, rock, Margaritaville, and all that. Cheeseburger in Paradise, you know. Made, yeah, he, he carved a nice little niche for himself. I saw him at the Meadow years ago. Uh, puts yeah. on a great show. Uh, he's got to be like seventy-five.
1: He is seventy-five.
0: Oh no, kidding! Seventy-five yeah. years old. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long time, and he came, broke out in the seventies. So, uh, like I said, a good live show. I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know if he's touring at all still, but. I'll uh, be trying to open another crappy restaurant somewhere in South Florida. <laughs> easy. Take it easy. Uh, who you got next on your list? Another singer.
1: Uh, another, this is again, another eighties, 80s, eighties uh, 80s pop music personality. Annie, Len- Annie, Len- Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics. This is in the, I can't believe she's that old. Wow. Am I old thing? Sorry, you know, Annie.
0: I, I was never a big fan, but I always thought of her as older. They were mid eighties. You said, right? Was yeah. 84
1: ish. I want to say when that. Song came out. I'm not a fan of theirs at all either, but was uh, part of our uh culture back in the day.
0: I would say she's like what 66 67 boom 67. Yeah, because I figured she's a she's like that 10 years below Jimmy Buffett type. I was guessing, yeah, as guess he came on. The I wonder if Jimmy Amy,
1: now. I wonder if Amy Hendricks, Annie Lennox, and Jimmy Buffett have ever talked about collaborating on a project. Yeah. Probably not. All right, screw it. I'm not, I'm done. I'm done trying to make witty puns. You're actually perfect the first two. So if you get the last three, then you might. You know, you'll win the grand prize. So uh, yeah, baseball these are going to be tough. These oh, be they tough. are. Yeah. All right, let's start with the first one. Uh, Hall of Fame catcher Carlton Pudge Fisk, probably the most famous baseball player to come from my home state of New Hampshire, because we don't exactly have like a long list. Actually, we have some. We actually have like a handful uh major league players but this from new hampshire but he's by far the fa- most famous Fisk had a birthday on christmas actually all right so 1975,
0: oh, today, I'm sorry, today. 1975 was the year of that home run he hit against the reds right the game six yeah that, that was 75 i'm gonna say he was probably about 25 26 years old then so i'm gonna guess he was born around 1950 so that would make i'm gonna say he's 72
1: all right. Well, you're uh, you're not going to pitch the perfect game this week to go with this the how, baseball. How, how bad am I?
0: No, you're really close. He's 74. All right. A couple of years. So he's born in 48 or uh, 40, 40, yeah. 47. 47, 47,
1: 47. And then these next two uh, both celebrated birthdays yesterday. We're taping this on the 26th. So the last two guys on the list are both uh, uh, ball players who were born on uh, Christmas. We'll start with, I'm sure, one of your favorites from your, when you were little, from little Eric, from little tiny Eric's days. Chris Chambliss, former Yankee first baseman,
0: and like Carlton Fisk had a big playoff home run, beat the and the Royals in the bottom of yep. the ninth to send the Yankees to the World Series in '76.
1: One year after the yeah, after the this home run,
0: '73, about the same age. Boom! Nice. All right. Yeah. They're contemporaries. And, Chambliss. and Ricky Henderson is your last one. And I just got to tell you, I don't know. No, I know I'm a Yankee fan. You're a Met fan. He played for both teams more with the Yankees, but yep. I love Ricky. I've always love had Ricky a spot for him. He's, Loved
1: Ricky Henderson.
0: Me too. He's a buffoon, you know, speaks in the third person all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does it as an act. I really think that's who he is. Now,
1: I, I don't know how much Ricky is like among Yankee alumni or like a, a Yankee alumni gathering. So have you ever had a chance to talk with, to meet Ricky or interview Ricky?
0: You know, I'm trying, it's funny you mentioned that. I was trying to think, I I don't recall seeing him at any type of alumni or, you know, I don't think I've been around him. Like I've been around Reg Jackson and a bunch of times at other places. right? And, and he's always a really nice guy to talk to, but I've never been in the presence of Ricky Henderson because I would enjoy that. A, because I loved him as a player. B, my mom has like two... Cr- Two three ball players who she loved when I was growing up. One was your boy Ron mm-hmm. Darling. And mm-hmm. she loved Ricky Henderson because she loved looking at his legs. Uh, her- and the third one was
1: Oster Gamble. <laughs>
0: yes. No, Willie McGee. <laughs> <William> McGee. Okay. <laughs> but there's a uh, famous Ricky Henderson loved Billy Martin like a father, loved playing for him. But my favorite Ricky story, and I think I you this before you probably heard it, but one of the first checks he ever got as a ball player, he put it in a frame on his wall and did not cash it. It was check for like a hundred thousand dollars. And years later the Oakland A's were doing their, you know, going through their books and they had outstanding check to Ricky Anderson. And they called him. (laughs) They called him and said, Ricky, you never cashed his check. And he said, It's on my wall in a frame. They're like, Well, you can keep the check, but you still gotta cash it. So he never cashed like a hundred thousand dollar check. It was in a frame on the wall of his goodness. Yeah, never cashed it.
1: My favorite Ricky story, and it's not like it's been told a bunch. So, but for folks who haven't heard, you know the one I'm gonna do. Uh, because it, it's a Mets, it's a Mets yep. connection. From when Ricky was the Mets, when Ricky was, and Ricky was good at the Mets. I mean, it was later he in was. his career, but he he was good in the late nineties. The Mets really good for them. Uh, Had some nice years. Greatest leadoff hitter ever. Not
0: even a shadow. Motivation was often his factor, but when he was motivated, when he was when he motivated, was older, there was
1: none better. Hit uh, for power,
0: hit for speed, power, average, on greatest base. Greatest leadoff
1: hitter ever. Awesome. Oh, not even close. Not yep. even a debate. Anyway, yeah. So Ricky joins the Mets. And he goes up to John Orl-Rude, uh, who was at the Mets' first baseman at the time, and he says, John Orrude, because of a medical thing, always wore a, uh, a, a batter's helmet uh, when he played first base. You know, not a soft cap, a batter's helmet. So he goes up to John Orrude after the, he shortly joined the team, goes, hey, man, I, I, I've seen that before. I used to play with a guy in Toronto who did the same thing as you. He goes, yeah, and Orrude says, I'm paraphrasing, yeah, Ricky, that was me when we both played in Toronto like three years ago. <laughs> I just love that story. That's just Ricky being Ricky, as he would probably say.
0: Oh, classic. It is unbelievable how funny that is. Oh, my God. That's great. And then, you know, the famous him playing cards in the clubhouse during a playoff game when the Mets were down, you know, six nothing or something like that. He's in the back of the clubhouse playing cards with two other players.
1: Yeah. You know, that's one of those things that you want to go like, man, what a jerk like to be playing cards in the play. But he's one of the few guys that if you tapped him like. And said, Ricky, I know you're like trying to draw a, a straight flush here, but we need you to bat like two batters from now. He would throw his his pants, his he you know, throw his batting his pants back on, go out there, and probably get you a double. I
0: was gonna say rip a double in the gap.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then He's, after he and scored, went, go back in go then after you scored, go back in and finish the card, finish his hand.
0: Yep. Unbelievable. Love it. Ricky, one so happy birthday. Did we guess
1: his age? No, we did not. We did not.
0: We did not. We almost, we almost so he was a that. rookie in 79, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yes, that is correct. I'm gonna say he's
1: sixty-two. Ooh, very close, sixty-two, and I believe he's still the all-time leader in stolen oh, bases. Whoa, whoa,
0: how old is he? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy he with said my very facts. close sixty-three. All right, I make see, you feel I old? I said sixty-two. Oh, very close, sixty-two. You mm-hmm. said <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I lay Oops. off the egg over Lay over the. a steak sandwich knot. and a steak sandwich. Yeah, it's been a long <laughs> holiday weekend. Unbelievable. Man, thank you. All right, Ricky, love ended on a high note like that, Ricky. So you're gonna you have some homework. You're gonna watch the all man documentary unfold. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look at the Bill Belichick press conference post 30 seconds here. I yes, I will. Uh I'm trying to think of anything else going on we didn't touch upon the Mets introduced I- Show, Walter, earlier this week. I was on the Zoom call with that. Buck was great, went on forever. Just, hey, the by Mets, the- Mets I-, I love I love I love the hire. I'm over the moon about the hire, but I do have a question. Is the press conference over yet? No, and, and uh what's more uncomfortable, the length of the press conference or making his wife sit there for a half hour for no reason. Oh, I felt for his poor wife, poor wife looks like a stepford wife. Like, let her go, please. And the other thing, the other thing that was annoying, and I had to slow-mo it to about eight bazillion frames to get in, but when you have Buck hold the uniform up to the media, when you're the PR guy, you can't talk because Zoom works when someone talks, it goes to the person talking. So when Buck is holding up his jersey and it flashes on the frame for a second and a half, you can't start talking if you're the PR guy because Uh, that
1: wouldn't happen if Jay Horowitz was still doing that job. As someone someone pointed out on inside Mets uh, thing there, someone pointed out, though, you'll never see that again. And I thought about it. He's right because Buck never wears the uniform jerseys. No, a jacket. A a jacket or a sweatshirt or a pullover. So we'll have to be reminded that he's
0: wearing number 11 with the Mets. So so on, so on August first when the Mets play their first game, we'll have to keep our eyes open.
1: Uh, come on, dude. We both we, we neither one of us are gonna do well if we have to wait that long. No. This podcast will be over. Yeah. We, so one of us will be divorced. So <laughs> yes,
0: that's true. All right, man, that's it. So do your homework, watch those couple things so we can catch up next week. And this is the last podcast of twenty twenty one.
1: Wow, that's true. We're ending on a high note. I, I wow. get more for us for a high note because we haven't had any major technical glitches or curse words fall out. So
0: yeah, cool exactly we'll see we'll talk to the folks next year yeah so next sunday will be january 2nd correct january 2nd yep we're taping this on a sunday night december 26th so everyone out there have a safe and happy new year
1: Mm -hmm. and uh
0: hope everyone enjoyed their christmas i know i did brian you had a good christmas
1: we sure did. Very blessed. Uh, really blessed. Got the blessed. Kids she
0: Stones took, t-shirt, which
1: was nice. Got the, the, the. She requested one, and she got one. Santa, she was good. Santa gave uh, honor that request. That's awesome. Stones. She loves it. She loves the tone. I don't think she cares about the music. She loves the Stones tongue. Who doesn't?
0: Come on. Uh, okay. Well, let's well, let's cut this off now. All right. Go, go do your homework, and we'll get ready for twenty twenty two. Woohoo! That's scary. All right. uh, let's hope for a good one. That'll do it for this edition of the EDBC Podcast. I'm Eric Dobratz. He's Brian Coleman. Until next time, Brian, say goodbye.
1: See ya.